Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, everybody. It is so wonderful that you are here. I am delighted, grateful, and excited to be hosting this second episode where I will talk to you about why it was time to create this podcast. Now that you've listened to podcast number one and you've been able to discern for yourself, you know, if you connect to the message of the podcast, which is all about the wisdom that occurs when we allow ourselves to exit the mind and come into the heart. And when we exit the mind and come into the heart, we connect to heart's wishes and soul desires and also secret dreams. So if this speaks to you, I'm very, very happy that you are back and we can continue the conversation where I will talk about the framework and the frame of reference that will make up this podcast because the framework is of course the message as the foundation and then the way that I'm going to share the message you know in teachings and guided meditations through interviews with other people and how they've connected to their heart's wishes and soul desires and dreams and how they themselves went through the transformation that it requires to manifest soul desires and dreams. And there'll be a German podcast. So that's all, you know, the the framework of how this will be set up. But the frame of reference is literally, it comes from different areas of my life, personal and professional. So I wanted to share that with you so you can connect with me in that way and it all serves for you being able to decide hey I really do want to spend my time and energy here this is I'm going to get something out of this so I wrote a book let's begin there I wrote a book called the magic of transformation igniting and manifesting soul desires and this book was like a coming out for me, but I didn't know this. So this book has been a heart's wish for a very, very long time. It wasn't a quick process. It wasn't that I wrote this book, you know, that I booked a a weekend and bam, 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 it was written. No, no, no. I carried this book in my heart space for 13 years before I was able to write the story. So it's my transformational story and in full transparency, the good, the bad, the ugly and the glorious, because that's all part of me. It's who I am. It's who made me. It's how I became who I am today. And there's no shame in that. And with sharing my transformational story, not only was I able to connect to the reader and their heart on a heart level, a soul level, But the transformational, self-reflective journaling questions that are offered at, at the end of each chapter really, really helped the reader connect the dots for themselves. Ha! 
So it was a task, it was quite the task, to write a memoir, 18 years of life, 18 years of walking my own talk, taking my own medicine, and sharing the transformation in a way that it could make sense to the reader, and doing it in a 100-page book. It's not a long book. It doesn't take you very long to read. If you're a fast reader, it takes you 90 minutes. And if you take breaks in between because you're, you know, you want to spend time with the self-reflective journaling questions, then obviously it could take you a bit longer. Or if you only read a chapter a day, it will take you 11 days. It has 11 chapters, 100 pages, but it was the biggest permission slip that I have granted myself it was a coming out that I wasn't even aware of and that I want to explain to you now. So I already shared with you in my first podcast that I'm not in the welcome podcast, that I'm not someone that you will hear saying this sentence. <laughs> it feels really, really strange to me. I, you will not hear me say, "Ooh, I'm a very spiritual person. You are not going to hear me say that. Mm -mm, not going to happen. I've never, ever said that. And I always find it funny when I hear other people saying it. And it, there's no judgment in it. It's just like I can't relate to it. And it took me some time to kind of figure out why I can't relate to it. So I can't relate to it because it's so obvious to me that I'm a soul in a human body having a human experience. It is so obvious to me that I'm divine spark incarnated in a body that I find that sentence strange because everybody is spiritual in the sense that everybody is spirit in body. Of course, I know, though, that not every human being will, you know, see themselves as a spirit in a human body having a human experience. Of course not. The reason that it is just such an obvious thing to me is literally because I was raised that way. The first time I heard about my soul and being incarnated in a body to have a human experience was when I was 11 years old and my father was reclaiming his spirit by reading New Age books and he just shared what he was learning with me and so it just became this very very obvious thing but the story continues so I wrote this book the magic of transformation igniting and manifesting soul desires like I'm not claiming to be a spiritual teacher I'm not saying that I'm super spiritual but what I did do I told my soul's story so I told my story through my heart in soul's perspective because soul is always interested to grow and expand you as a human and when you master your transformation when you cultivate your mastery in your transformation then you grow and expand continuously so i use the word soul 189 times in a 100-page book. I did not realize this. I did not know this. It was my publisher that pointed that out to me when I asked her, you know, hey, I want to capitalize the word soul 
What do you think? She said, Nadia, you used the word 189 times in your book. It is safe to say that this word is important to you, so capitalizing it would make sense. And that's when I could see clearly. I, for the first time ever, realized that I was denying myself talking about the one thing that I'm most passionate about. Most passionate about. I want to talk about soul. But at the time, I was still working as a corporate health coach. So I was an undercover spiritual change agent because I was talking about, you know, spirit. I was talking about soul. And when I was talking to the participants of the wellness program, be it, doesn't matter, be it nutritional changes or exercise or managing your stress, I was inviting them into growth and expansion. So I was inviting them into soul level transformation and change. Of course, the human beings I was talking to, not everybody connected to soul or transformation or spiritual change uh, in the way that I did. Obviously, I'm not saying that everybody has my perspective. I'm just sharing my perspective with you. And this realization that I'm denying myself to talk about the one thing that I'm most passionate about because I don't view myself as a spiritual teacher. I'm just really, really passionate (laughs) about soul. I'm okay now, you know, if people view me in that way. I just wanted to share with you that I'm much more comfortable talking about soul health and being a soul health mentor. So that's a frame of reference, just a frame of reference. After I gifted myself this permission slip through my book, I did quit my corporate job. I no longer work as a corporate health coach, but I didn't do that mindlessly. I created a business container first, and I made sure that I was able to work one-on-one with clients and their Akashic record. So now I get to talk about soul all day long because in one-on-one work, In the Akashic Records, I'm able to help my clients see who they are at soul level and what their spiritual gifts are and how they might be using or not using those spiritual gifts to create more of what they require, desire, and deserve. So I'm really, really excited that I'm able to do that now. And that one-on-one work is also a frame of reference that might trickle into a message that I want to share with you in a future podcast. I can most definitely tell you that the out of your mind and into your heart wisdom does come straight from the heart and your Akashic record is actually accessible through your heart space. So your heart, your heart's wisdom is able to give you a higher vantage point view where you are able to get questions answered from a higher vantage point. If you're asking What is happening? Why is it happening? And how can I change it? And you go into your heart space or you access your Akashic record, you are able to get those answers that provide you with a higher vantage point view. So that is the frame of reference of how the out of your mind and into your heart wisdom was born. Because before I started doing this work one-on-one with clients, I was actually accessing my own Akashic records 
and I didn't know this, but I was doing it, my earliest memory of it is 14. And I'll tell you that story as well, because it's another frame of reference. So now I know that I was activated in my soul power. You know, my codes of soul power were activated when I was 14 years old. And I found a book. The book I found was literally a higher self vision planted by my higher self. And that higher self vision that was planted was the vision of ultra health because that was the title of the book. The title of the book was Ultra Health and it was a radiant blue book and the words were written in bright white and there was this lady, she seemed to fly because she was jumping in on the beach and she was captured mid-air and it just absolutely intrigued me. And why do I say that this was an activation of my soul power codes and me, my first conscious memory of activating and accessing my own Akashic records. Why do I say that? I say that because when I was 11, my dad had planted the seed. What do you want? What do you truly, truly want? He was talking to me about the, he was talking to me about the law of attraction. And he was saying, you can have anything you want in life. You just have to think the right way. Of course, that's not the whole truth. But at 11, that's the information I got. And the book, Ultra Health, was my answer to what do I truly want? Why do I want it? And how can I make it happen? That was the energetic dot that was connecting in that moment in time. Of course, there is also divine synchronicity involved. There's also spirit guide guidance involved. There's so much more. And that is why this podcast was born, because I just have so much to tell you. And writing a book is a labor of love, and it is an exacting craft, and it takes time, and it takes a lot of time. So the information wants to come through that much fat, wants to come through me that much faster. And that's why I have to have the opportunity to be able to just speak to you. And that is the frame of reference. And I'm going to continue sharing the ultra health activation with you that for me personally entailed accessing my records, getting a higher vantage point answers to my what, why, and how, and how this book planted the seed the higher self vision of ultra health, but I now call it soul health, you know, this was to become my life purpose. This was to become my destined path because I was literally coded for it. But I didn't know any of it back then. Today, almost 33 years later, I can share these golden nuggets of higher self wisdom, of soul power wisdom, of soul health wisdom, of soul's love wisdom, of soul's freedom wisdom. And I can just share my story with you and I can invite you to witness what the story does with you. And now you might be wondering, how can a book, I mean, come on, how can a book activate all that? It's not just the book, of course not. But it was that very first 
chapter that was called The Master Game and five questions and two statements after the questions that activated that soul power that was I was coded for. And think back to three years prior, my dad planting the seed of what do you really, really, really want? I couldn't answer him at 11. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what I wanted at 11. But three years later, those five questions with the two statements provided me with the the knowledge of what I wanted, what I wanted, why I wanted it, and how I could attain it. So now, without further ado, let me share with you those five questions so you can see what they do with you. And I'm not expecting you to have the same hallelujah moment like me. No, of course not. But I do want you to befriend them. Did you ever wonder what it was like to feel great most of the time? My 14-year-old self said, yes, 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 that's how I want to feel. Because my dad planted the seed of belief in me. He planted the seed of belief that is, it is possible. All I had to do is think the right way, right? Of course, there's more to the story. But right for now, we're connecting my 11-year-old self with my 14-year-old self. And maybe you want to think back to your 11-year-old self and your 14-year-old self. Did your 14-year-old self ever wonder what it was like to feel great most of the time? Did your 14-year-old self wonder what it felt like to awaken in the morning looking forward to each day? My 14-year-old self was like, yes, 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 I want that. Did you ever wonder what it feels like to enjoy the work you do and to give it your all, to be feeling blessed with plenty of energy to spare at the end of the day for pleasure and play? My 14-year-old self was yes, yes, yes. To look terrific and to feel good about yourself and your life. To know that you have everything you need to meet whatever challenges you may face. Yes, 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 yes. And today I call that, yes, soul health. I call that, yes, soul power. I call that, yes, the magic of transformation, igniting and manifesting your soul's desire. I didn't know it back then. But the last two statements is something I did know. And I did know it because my dad planted the seed. Does this sound like an utopian dream to you right now? Maybe to your adult self right now, you're like, come on. I mean, come on, Nadia. Get real. But to my 14-year-old self, and especially the 11-year-old, it didn't sound like an utopian dream. It sounded like I could create heaven on earth. And of course I could. My dad told me I could. So I believed it. And yes, it might be innocent. Of course, children are pure and innocent. But what a blessing. What a blessed seed my dad planted at age 11, followed up 
by my what, why, and how at age 14, me being able to access my Akashic record because it was so deep, so intrinsic in my heart, and you access your records through the heart space. It's powerful. It was that power of that yes that opened my records. And my spirit guide team, my heavenly team, was able to lead me and guide me from there on out. And through my intuition, I was able to listen. So I'm here to tell you it's not a utopian dream because I've walked the talk and I've taken the medicine. I have gotten out of my own mind to come into my heart to open myself up to receiving my soul's medicine. And that is what this podcast is for. It's why it needed to be created so I can create speed because writing books takes time and speaking from the heart is easier and faster. So I'm here to tell you it's not a utopian dream. It's something within your grasp that I today call soul health, soul power. That's what I call it. That's my terminology. But I'm also here to let you know that it requires a certain kind of wisdom and knowledge that I didn't have back then. All I knew back then was that something so deep, so intrinsic, so powerful was activated within me that I could not allow for this fire to ever fizzle out. That was just a no-go. Transformation and soul power, I learned is a fire path. And I was on fire for my dreams. I was on fire for the longest time until I burned out. And when you burn out, it is a kind of fizzling out. So that was the first time I experienced my fire fizzling out and it hurt. It hurt so badly. First time I burned out was at age 28. Second time was at age 35. And third time was at age 45. I'm turning 47 this year. Just two years ago, when the pandemic hit, when I made the decision to write a book, when I made the decision to gift myself my own permission slip and leaving behind the corporate world, I also realized that it was burnt out bad. Because all I knew to do was push, 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 fire, fire, fire. But attaining and divinely self-expressing soul health and soul power to its full capacity in a human body requires a water path also. So both water and fire have to learn to dance together in their expression. Your body, earth and water, and your soul, fire and air, are a unit in spirit. One is not possible without the other. One is not possible without the other in the human experience, of course not. Your body is governed by your soul's life force energy keeping it alive. And your soul cannot divinely self-express here on earth without its beautiful vehicle, the body. So that is the profound message and wisdom that was able to gestate through me over the last 33 years. 
And there's so many more messages and wisdom wanting to come through. And that is the frame of reference for the framework of this podcast. So I'm hoping to be able to do this in teachings and meditations and through interviews and doing it in both languages, English and German, even though the German will only be once a month, but I'll just sum it up. (laughs) This is the framework and this is why it was time to birth this beauty. Thank you so much for being here. And I am looking forward to presenting you with a guided meditation in the third episode. Talk to you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Krauss. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing.